Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hi, and welcome to Too Old for TikTok. How are you, Catalina? I'm doing well. I feel like you just said hi in the crazy... Hi! Ah, how'd it? <laughs> I'm energized. I had a Celsius today. Oh, I had just many coffees. I haven't even had my daily spin drift. It's really sad. That is sad. Nor have I. Well, there's still time. There is. Let's get right into the talks and the trends. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about TikTok. Mm-hmm. Great. So, Catalina, you sent me an article this week from The Atlantic that has mm-hmm. to do with college admission acceptance videos and teen mental health. You want to talk about that? Sure. Sorry, I'm going to preface. You are a college professor, so you are yes. the one to talk about it. I mean, I don't know if I'm the one to talk about it. The reason I'm the one to talk about it is because on a recent episode, I said that people should stop posting college acceptance videos. And then I saw this headline and I was like, see, the Atlantic agrees with me, Mm -hmm. except there's a paywall. So I was only able to read the first (laughs) few paragraphs of the article. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I, you know, just reiterating my position that I am really over. And you know, it's not even actually coming up on my TikTok feed, I think, because I so aggressively scroll away from them. But I just don't love the humble brag of posting that you got in. And I don't love the like torture porn of posting you getting rejected. So I would just say no on all fronts for me. It's a no for me. Now I... Oh, yes. Keep going. No, keep going. Oh, I was going to say I did just see a video of people getting their placements for flight attendant school, which I think is what our friend Steph was commenting on when Mm -hmm. I brought up the college admissions thing. And I found that not upsetting at all. I think that it's just because college admissions are so toxic and just there's so much like politics surrounding getting into school at this point. And it's just like such an overwrought process that um, I just think maybe we'll keep that part of our lives private. Okay, I agree to a certain extent. They're very cringy videos, the ones I've seen, but I think the characters surrounding the students are what make a good college acceptance video. If there's a funny grandma around commenting or cheering or a funny mom or dad, it's those characters we get to see and how they react to their child or grandchild getting into the college that is very fun like I don't really care what college they got into I care about the reactions Mm -hmm. but it is bad I mean isn't the whole internet bad for like teens mental health this is just one yeah so like I get picking on this one thing but it makes for good content and again like it makes you want to watch to the end because you want to see where these people are accepted or at least I do so do you I do. I think what I need to do is pull up my incognito browser and read the rest of the article so that I can have a well-informed <laughs> opinion about the author's position on the matter. That's um, great. We're too busy talking instead of reading, or at least I am. As I said before, <laughs> I've stopped reading because I only spend my Stop time TikTok. telling people that. <laughs> it's not cool. All right. Moving on to one of my favorite sides of TikTok. It's New York City TikTok. And New York City TikTok was on fire this week for the rat czar. So the New York Times posted this video. As New York City's first director of road mitigation, I will bring a science and systems-based approach 
to reducing New York City's rat population. With a strong focus on cutting off the food, water, and shelter rats need to survive. And in short, every New Yorker is prepared to take up this mantle in this fight. Pizza rat may live in infamy, but rats and the conditions that support their thriving will no longer be tolerated in New York City. No more dirty curbs, unmanaged spaces, or brazen burrowing. There's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> and with your help, we'll send those rats packing. Catalina, would you want to be a rat czar of New York City? Mm, how much do I get paid as Razar? That's such a good question. I wonder if it's public knowledge because she, she works for the government. So She's we a, should yeah. research this. Uh, my guess would be like 100000 a year. No. Well, what's her qualifications? She like loves rats. No, she doesn't. She <laughs> get rid of them. Uh, I just Googled it. So now I know the salary. Do you want to guess or do you want me to just I, I guess 100000 Oh, it's 155000 okay. according to CNN. I lowballed. Okay. According to CNN. She's wrote in mitigation. So yeah. she doesn't love rats. She wants to mitigate rats. She wants to keep the rats from ratting around the city. <laughs> I think she's probably a scientist, no? Yeah, animal control, something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like, what's her qualifications? Anyway. Well, she's um, really passionate about getting rid of the rats, which is why I thought she must know a lot about rats. Oh, she's a director of space planning it's and like sustainability. An her degree is in urban sustainability, and she has a BA in biology. So I think sense. she's more of, like, an urban design person but mm -hmm. i understand how that expertise would feed into the ability to mitigate rats i just think maybe we need to just like live in peace with that. i mean are, are the rats worse suddenly this is eric adams one thing he wants to do for new york city he's just on this rat like this is the rat race yeah <laughs> he is just like become the rat mayor because this is the one thing i've been hearing about that he actually is taking action for and my dad is in real estate and he actually says the rules that they're putting in place are, are costing like buildings more money because the whole trash system is in mm -hmm. an up like uprooted like the times you have to put out the trash the different types of trash container so i mean whether it helps the rats or not like in the interim it's clearly an inconvenience for many people. Well, I think it's probably much more about waste management yeah. than it is about rats. Um, so that's actually probably why this woman was hired, because if she is an expert in sustainability, she is likely an expert in waste management. And so they're trying to keep the rats out vis-a-vis -vis their food source. Now, right. I need a rat czar for the alley behind my house. In Ohio. Um, wow. Yeah. There is, I mean, rats are not particular. Rats are everywhere. Rats, yeah. rats are everywhere. Yeah. And there are some active rats outside my house. Not in my house, but outside my house. Okay. Well, thank God they're not inside. Let's no, that would outside. be a different. That would be a different question. That would be a different story. Yeah. This is the viral sound is the rats don't run this city. It came from one of these press conferences that this rat czar did as well. So they, you know, they do well on TikTok, these, these rat people. Yeah. There was also a rat parody video by Nicole 
Olived, where she is pretending to be a rat news anchor reporting on the rat czar. We're joined by Christine Ratcliffe from the Center of Rat History, Culture, and Media. Sure, thank you, Conrad. Well, listen, I don't think I'm just speaking for myself when I say that I was excited hearing that New York City would be appointing a rat czar. But then to find out that that rat czar is a human, well, that was disappointing. What do you make of this very aggressive attack? Listen, time and time again, we see the human population make these kind of claims, ultimately baseless claims, that they're going to get rid of us. It just shows. It's like, come on, get rats on your teams, get rats in those rat czar positions, and then you might actually be able to make some change. I would say my first um, reaction when I saw this video was like, how would you explain this to a person who has no idea what TikTok is? Like, there's so many layers. There's like <laughs> so a person many. with like a fake rat face making this video that it's referencing the rat czar i guess you also need to know about like new york city's rat problem and like current events but i was just like wow can you imagine sitting in your home making this rat video and it did and, like, well and it's job. funny the humor is no it's great, great. Yeah. yeah yeah but that was just one of these videos where i was like tiktok is really such a unique place <laughs> and it's stitched too so the stitch allows you to get context in that short like three seconds so that's what tiktok is good for yeah i don't know what's your what's your position on the rat on the rat scenario pro rat anti-rat i mean i obviously don't like rats but i think that the fact that this is like all eric adams seems <laughs> to be doing for new york is like completely absurd yeah like maybe affordable housing yeah yeah there's other <laughs> like things to like put your you know all your chips behind and yeah rats seem to be an maybe odd place. it's like low-hanging fruit well you know what it's costing the taxpayers 155 thousand dollars in the rat czar salary <laughs> And who knows how much for the mitigation. <laughs> exactly. And all these other plans. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, luckily, I also, knock on wood, don't have rats inside my building. But of course, I, you, if you move to New York City, that's just you expect to see rats. rats. It's like roaches. Rats and roaches. Yeah. Yeah. Get over it. Get over the rats, people. You heard it here first. Get over it. <laughs> okay, moving on to something very timely. Mm -hmm. Coachella is going on right now. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I realized it because I was like scrolling on Instagram, actually, and everyone on my Instagram, well, all the celebrities and people, they're, everyone's at Coachella. Everyone's at Co Everyone's always at Coachella. Every, it, you know what? You're right. And I had not never once been jealous of someone at Coachella. It is not for me. I wouldn't know what to wear. I think the outfits stress me out. Talk about, you know, comparing yourself. How did these people put together these outfits? Have you ever been to a multi-day music festival? I have. I've been to Jazz Fest in New Orleans, and I went to the Beale Street Music Festival in Memphis. Have you ever been to a camping music festival? Absolutely not. That's not for me. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's just so many different ways you can go to Coachella, which right. TikTok is really allowing us, like, insight into that experience i would say i had an amazing music festival experience once 
um, at Austin City Limits where mm. I had an artist wristband. So I got to go into like the VIP areas and go onto the stage and get driven That's around cool. in a golf cart and everything was free. And because of that, I no longer want to be a plebeian. You can't be a peasant. Yeah, are you kidding me? The it's so outrageous mm-hmm. that Agreed. it's the rich people and the famous people who get everything free. And the influencers. Yeah. And then you're outside eating, as we saw in that video, like a $65. You, we didn't talk about the video yet. No, I'm going to mention it, though. Okay, great. <laughs> there is a video by a user named Jackie Tonti, who is talking about her and her friend got two coffees and two burritos. Just so you all know, the two coffees and these two burritos that are actually pretty good cost us $64. Capitalism really popped off today. And I was just trying to do the math on that, but I mean, I do know that a beer, for example, at ACL was, well, I wouldn't know because I wasn't paying for it, but I think (laughs) (laughs) that it was probably like $12. That's you know. cheap. I think that's cheap. I went to fucking New Jersey to a Devils game and I got a, a White Claw or High Noon and it was $17 because I also tipped it. asked, like, do you want a tip? Mm-hmm. $17 for one mm-hmm. High Noon. Well, and this that was, was several, in New Jersey. But this was several this was years several, ago. Austin, I think this was yeah. like 20. Well, Austin doesn't matter anymore. But I think mm, this anymore, was but years ago. like 2017, maybe. I also want to go back to how you got this artist wristband. Were you playing like the triangle for a bit? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's I was on the kids stage in the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> No, I knew someone and they gave me a wristband. There was another year that Flex. I also got a VIP. Well, it was never because of me. It was always because of my roommate. <laughs> but there was another year we got VIP wristbands, but those weren't as good as the artist wristband. The artist wristband got you into, I got to see Ice Cube riding on a golf cart. That's that was cool. Funny. You I don't like even, that. like, there's just so many different tiers yeah. of, like, access at these concerts that like i remember our wristbands wouldn't allow us on certain stages no matter what so like the main stage you were not able to go on unless you like were a family member of the killers you know <laughs> specifically the killers <laughs> well, they <play> that year. <laughs> yeah. um but yeah i've seen like i've seen coachella's of What's outrageous to me is that, yes, Coachella is such a festival that you dress up so much Mm -hmm. for. Like, it's all about the looks. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the look element of it is very specific to Coachella. Like, you need to, like, put on your Coachella outfit. And so in these TikToks of these individuals who are staying in these, like, nasty campsites, they're still waking up and waiting two hours to take a shower in a line. And then curling their hair and putting on, like, full makeup and outfits. Yeah. Like, what? No way are you catching me doing that. Absolutely not. I don't care. Even when I was 20, I wasn't doing that. No, even when I – yes, I agreed. Because then it's also super, super hot during the day. So you're sweating your balls off. And then at night, it's freezing because it's the desert. Dusty, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know what? I think maybe most people are on drugs Mm. like a burning man you know well that's yeah you wouldn't catch me at burning man or coachella sadly i would go if i had a wristband that was free and everything was free true true and i had like vip access well right yeah right yeah yeah you're right there was another one where it was like they had paid 
some outrageous fee because they really wanted to see Frank Ocean, which, by the way, now I need to go check up on oh. that girl. But yeah, <laughs> yeah she... well, explain why. Apparently, well, Frank for... Ocean has been trending for being terrible. Well, yes, we'll get to that. Yeah. But so this girl and her boyfriend or husband or whatever got you can buy artist wristbands, which is also why all this stuff is fake. Yeah, and money. you it's all about money. Um, get these like nice air conditioned tents and bathrooms and like all the food is included but you're spending like four thousand dollars and then i love people doing i love people doing math in the comments and they're like well it's kind of worth it because like the burrito is 62 dollars i'm like nah dude no because if you're actually like well connected you don't pay for these things I think that's what's so interesting about TikTok is because you see the influencers who are getting the free stuff and then you see like the girls who are paying for the $60 burritos and kind of like roughing it. Mm -hmm. So you get all the perspectives. And then Mm -hmm. sometimes you even get the artist perspectives too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather be watching on TikTok than being there. Yeah. I mean, you also get to see like people video. I've been seeing a lot of ones about like Bad Bunny because everyone's mad at Bad Bunny right now and it's like him and Kendall Jenner like dancing right making fun of Kendall Jenner and so forth or like him interacting with this Mexican artist Peso Puma I think his name is Peso Puma yeah who he just (laughs) had this like beef with so that has been fun but no the Frank Ocean stuff is just that like he was supposed to headline prior to the pandemic and then I think his brother died Mm, and sad. there was and i i guess he i'm not like a frank ocean i don't know that much about frank ocean i know like Neither some frank ocean songs but people are diehard fans mm-hmm. he was supposed to headline years ago and with some other people and he was the one that they like retained and he's been very reclusive and i think just is reclusive in general as an artist and the set was an hour late mm-hmm. i was was it a TikTok? Now my brain is broken. I don't even know. Apparently there was supposed to be this like ice skating rink that they decided not to go with at the last minute. This is hearsay. I might be wrong. <laughs> and so they had to like melt the ice skating rink. And then the set was an hour late. Right. And then people are mad that it's an hour late. And then it was all like kind of bizarre. Yeah. And he was like lip syncing a lot or not even on stage. And people were just like confused about what was going on. I guess there was some like security guard who was dancing. Yes. Yes. That that was like the main attraction. There was a DJ set and then it was just cut short. And so people were like, what the hell? Yeah. Sort of. Oh, this is reminding me of like the Love is Blind reunion, the Netflix, Mm -hmm. the the Mm -hmm. feed. So that's been all over my TikTok too, is content about how Netflix Mm -hmm. really fucked up this live feed. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say one time I went to a music festival in Portugal and I went to see Death Cab for Cutie and I was so excited and it was pouring rain and I waited in an hour for them to start and then they canceled the set because of the rain. That's And I was sad. really mad. But, you know, it's fine. I got over it. But I, the final Did thing you? I – not Well, sort of. <laughs> I'm going to see them this fall. So hopefully they won't cancel. Also, all these people were listing who they were seeing. And one of the headliners was – I just wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. Metro Boomin. Who's Have that? you heard of that? No. Same, I, no. Exactly. Oh, I guess old. we're too I old. Think it's, I think it's like a producer. Okay. Well, maybe but we know some of their songs, but I've never heard of this. All the youth were going to see Metro Boomin. I'll have to look up Metro yeah. Boomin. Look them up. All right. 
Let's move on from Coachella. We have our section, what our algorithm thinks we want to see. And Catalina and I were both graced with this creator's (laughs) presence at Evolve with Elvis. And this is just one of those weird TikTok things where so many people (laughs) sent it to me because it just got what became so viral. And it's a little boy and his sister. And the little boy just teaches like really simple computer tricks. Welcome back to Evolve with Elvis. And today we have a special guest. Meet my sister, Megan. So last time we talked about Alt-Tab to change apps. So today we'll be talking about Windows-Tab. The kids are just so cute. And he actually has some good computer tricks. So... Mm -hmm. It works. It works for I, him. Yes. Actually, we should have put him in like creator? content creator. Yeah, spotlight. spotlight. True. Because True. what a what a tour de what force. A gem. That man. What a gem. Yeah. I mean, I will say I normally don't watch the whole video because I don't care that much and he speaks really slowly. <laughs> but I always throw him a like because he's so he's cute. He's so cute. Exactly. The cute factor is there for him. Uh, next is also, Catalina and I are really, our For You pagers are sort of syncing up this week. We're synced. We're synced. At Abby, www <laughs> has a video about where to shit when going to the Hermes store. Come take a shit with me at Hermes. <laughs> There's nothing like a store made for billionaires to make you feel out of place. So I went straight to my safe place. Jump scare coming up. Mrs. Meyer soap straight from Target. Try your best to look past the hand soap because the energy in here is definitely Hermes. I accidentally forgot my Kelly at home. Slight redemption here for having a Toto. But this toilet paper brings us right back down. My jaw dropped when I felt how thin this was. Sanity was incredibly clean. Nothing in the automatic soap dispenser so i did have to use mrs myers toto sink as well and standard paper towels i give it a four out of five it was incredibly clean where should we shit next i love poop content i think we both get poop content because like we're, yeah. we're pretty open about you know pooping so pooping. i'm definitely on the like poop side of, of poop TikTok. TikTok. Or, yeah bathroom TikTok. i think i'm also on the getting hermes bag side of TikTok. Oh, not me like no. luxury clothing content which is kind of funny because never in my entire life <laughs> would i even like getting one of those bags but this was very up my alley because i really like to keep track of like what nice bathrooms there are available me too Um, i like in new york i would say i used to always go to i mean none of them were ever nice really barnes and nobles oh you go to hotel bathroom whole foods bathroom ew the one in union square used to be acceptable Oh, wow. I never used that one. Wow. wow. I used to do the Barnes & Noble in Union Square. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you just find a hotel and you go to the bathroom there. That's the best trick. In Madrid, I would always go to the Corte Inglés bathroom in Seoul. On, it's like hidden on a floor. So I would always forget where it was. Um, you're right about a hotel bathroom, but you have to walk in with confidence. You do. You have to walk in like you have a room, like you own the place. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what bathrooms are? Gross. unless unless you're not in a like very high urban density area in which case normally they're fine 
A New York City Starbucks bathroom is usually unacceptable. Yeah, I'd rather not. I really, truly would rather not. I would say one of my main anxieties when I travel, when I'm like having a day out, Mm -hmm. is that in order to use the bathroom at a cafe or restaurant, you have to like buy a beverage. And so then you have to drink the beverage and then it just perpetuates (laughs) the cycle. And then you're just constantly looking for a place to pee but also to drink the beverage and then you just do that until you go home i think that's a good topic for you to discuss with your therapist so let me know what your therapist has to say about that anxiety and come back all right next we have serial killer tiktok next you can get therapy i'm absolutely not on because if i see anything with serial killer or scary stuff I'm scrolling right away. I, I, I'm scared of this. I'm scrolling away. It's not coming to me. I don't get I, like I can't. It's too scary. I also don't know why I'm on this. And I will tell you the other night I watched one of these videos and then I was like convinced that there was a serial killer that's in my house. Your, you watched it to the end. I would I you know that's your well, that's your downfall. But the other thing is that all the videos that I'm getting are about a serial killer that specifically targets men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yet i'm like oh no it's oh, no. <laughs> but um yeah there are all these i mean this is also like the way that tiktok like feeds conspiracy mm-hmm. theories yeah, where i started absolutely. googling it and it's like the smiley face killers conspiracy theory where these like men's bodies show up in bodies of water that and they're like considered accidental deaths but they're saying that they're not accidental deaths, but it's, like, happening in cities all over the United States. So I'm like, do people think it's, like, a network of serial killers? I don't know. So this one guy, Ken, he, he, he seems to have a pretty big following, and he is verified, actually. And he has all these spreadsheets going, and, all, and he's crowdsourcing all this information. So it's also kind of, like community policing mm-hmm. but i don't know i i mean i i'm as you know always a little wary of these yeah, things but then i started getting stuff on instagram about it and i'm like why oh. does everyone think i want to see the smiley face killer i don't i don't know i don't either so. and ken was a content creator who came on my for you page like extremely early on when i got onto tiktok so it's nice to see him growing and I think he is a good source of information. I think he does validate it. Someone you're talking about, like, is it a conspiracy or not? I think Ken is has become like a trusted source. And but it's again, he's getting his information from other people. So he's crowdsourcing information. Right. Exactly. So what can you believe and what not? And also for serial killers, I don't want to believe any of it. I want to live in a bubble that doesn't have any serial killers. But then this feeds into the like true crime addiction that everyone has not me i don't either people are always like oh yeah like i watch whatever murder documentaries to go Mm -hmm. to sleep i watch a murder documentary i will not be going to sleep i will not either i will have to turn on like seinfeld or something funny because i will not go to sleep i was scared of wednesday i had to look up the (laughs) ending to wednesday i told my friend she was i told megan she was like that's for children i was like i don't care it's dark it's It's dark dark. yeah it's suspenseful and I'd rather know what's going to happen so I don't get scared. Well, we're two little scaredy cats over little here. Little babies. Little baby scaredy cats. <laughs> okay, now the next thing that I think is you're a part of. You're a Harry Potter fan. Okay, 
We, I think I'm not a J.K. Rowling fan, so no, no, I have disavowed Harry Potter because correct. I am not a turf. But you made me wait in line for one of the Harry Potter books, like back in the day. I mean, yeah, before yeah. J.K. Rowling came right. out as a turf. Okay, yes, okay. That aside, you read the books, you were a fan, not of the writer, J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. Put that aside. Well, now I try not to, like, support her monetarily. Right. Totally. But you sent me this great TikTok video yes. of basically these girls acting out a Harry Potter scene in a very comedic way, and I didn't understand any of it, so. Why? Because I didn't, I only got to book three. It's from book one. Well, the I scene is from when they when like Harry and Ron meet on the train to Hogwarts. Okay, well, so don't remember. Has anyone seen a toad? A boy named Neville's lost one. No. Oh, are you doing magic? Let's see them. <clears throat> Sunshine daisies, buttermellow. Turn this stupid fat rat yellow. <laughs> Did you watch the movies? Yeah, I think I watched the first three movies too, but that was that was so long ago. That was a decade ago, over a decade ago. Yeah, I mean, do you need me to explain it to you? I don't or... think that's okay. <laughs> but the the creators at Juliet Willis, and I'm sure I'm sure if you get it, it's a funny video. Also, you were saying they have other great funny videos, so right, everyone they don't check have out Juliet Willis. It's not just that video too. Like yeah, they, they've done more scenes on that train. And then they've done, like, other TV shows, actually, that I don't even know what they're talking about. So maybe it's, like, your um, experience watching Harry Potter content. Mm -hmm. But I do get Harry Potter content. But I think that's just, like, the nature of being a millennial. And they're like, you want this. You know what Ivan Ivan told me? What? When he was on Tinder originally, he was like, you would be shocked to see how many people put – harry potter as like a descriptor of their personality oh i thought you were gonna say like one of the houses like i'm a what what is it ravenclaw or gryffindor house well, yeah they'll so, say things yeah. like, like i'm a hufflepuff right. or whatever right. that's the whole millennial versus gen z gen z is like that's the chewiest thing you can do as a millennial is well, explain yourself in harry potter terms the one night that i downloaded bumble bff and then deleted it <laughs> i saw that firsthand so many so many people put harry potter i was like well, guys millennials are not okay they're not well this was like the other night i was at a bar and i was waiting for my friend to show up and there was this couple and i don't know if they were on like a first date or what but they were having the longest conversation about how the office the show is the best show that's ever been made and they were just like (laughs) recounting different episodes and i was like are you guys okay no they're not (laughs) you have something else you can talk about also, when you told me this, I thought you were talking about, you said how great the office is, and I was confused as to whether it was people talking about going into the office, like office buildings, or the show The Office. I would rather listen to people talk about going into the <laughs> office as a positive activity than listen to them talk the about, like, The Office is the best television that has ever been made. Like, okay, relax. Relax. So I ran into Ashley, our friend, while I was running in Central Park randomly. Did you run into her physically? Physically ran into her. No, we were waving. We saw each other. It was great. And she's like, you got to check back in on Octopus Lover 
because he's blown up. And we say this every week now. I know. But we should just, just one of our segments should be octopus, octopus lover update. <laughs> exactly. But he was on Jimmy Fallon and he was hanging out with the Joe Bros and more celebrities are duetting him. So he keeps going. Well, yeah, the reason he was also hanging out with the Jonas Brothers is because he, I went deep to figure out why, and it's because he did something about, like, Diet Coke and Coke Zero, and um, one of the Jonas Brothers, like, duetted it, and then another Mm. Jonas Brother duetted it, and so they had this whole, like, fake fight, and then brands were getting involved, but so many celebrities are duetting him now, Indina Menzel is duetting mm-hmm. him. Um, that was a really good one. Do you mean Adele Nazim? <laughs> because that was one of one of his videos was someone say, can you be Adina Menzel's family when yes. John Travolta mispronounced her name during the Oscar? So he yes. acted that out. And I think that caught our attention. No, sure. but I no, saw in before. the video where in the comments it was him being like, or when she did his video, he was like, I literally just made a video about you. But I don't yeah. know how much that is fake or how much yeah, they're doing yeah. that for content. It's reminiscent of Chris Olsen and Megan Trainer's relationship. It's just a bunch of celebrities who are hanging out with these TikTok stars because right. it's so important to getting mm-hmm. your brand out there. Yeah. You got to engage. You got to engage. Okay. Moving on to food trends. This week we have... The veggie tray. Catalina, mm-hmm. you take this. Okay. I saw, I've seen a couple of videos. One of them is from Autumn Hit the Jackpot. It's time to bring up my weekly veggie tray. But if we're being real, this veggie tray does not last me a full week. I usually finish it in like four to five days. And then, I don't know, I take a day to clean it. This week, I'm keeping this like pretty classic, like nothing unusual going in here. I'm not trying anything new. I'm doing cucumber, red and yellow bell peppers, carrot chips, and tomatoes. Now, normally I don't put tomatoes in my veggie tray, and that's because for me, the whole point of the tray is to eat things that I would normally not reach for, like fresh vegetables. And I love tomatoes. I'll eat tomatoes like they're grapes, so I don't need to put tomatoes in. Basically, it is people who are making a veggie tray to have healthy snacks for the week and then they always have a special dip and to me i don't know i think that the vegetables are going to get slimy but Mm. i made a veggie tray this week you did did. were you you inspired i was because you were inspired you were inspired i was inspired well the thing is that on sunday nights normally i chop up a ton of veggies for the week like pre-prep them because i get so tired and i like don't feel like cooking and so if i have my food like pre-chopped it helps me but my worry is always that it's gonna get slimy Mm -hmm. um but yeah this week i made a veggie tray i did not have Instead of doing some of the pre-chopping. And what I ended up doing today was when I made my salad, just like extra chopping it. So I didn't Into your eat salad it, like, to put it in yeah. your salad. That's I so wasn't smart. like eating it as dip. I will also say one of the creators, I don't know if it's the one that we highlighted, puts canned olives as one of the vegetables. And I'm like, <laughs> Are, is this counting? <laughs> I don't know. When I think of a vegetable, I think of like like a crudite, you know, like a, right. a fresh raw vegetable. I also didn't have any dip, so I didn't do it right. Also, I only had two vegetables in my tray, so that's not a tray. That's like a I, I have. I have a tray. I have so, an actual tray. 
But you only used two sections of it? I used the whole tray. I just had for two for vegetables. Tell me which vegetables. An entire pack of mini cucumbers and a red bell pepper and an orange bell pepper. Okay, great And it job. filled the entire tray. Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah. I also, will not be doing this trend. Did you wonder why I have a tray like that? No, I didn't wonder, but please tell me. <laughs> oh, my mom gave it to me. <laughs> and it was I when we were like kids and we would go to events, so it has my last name written on it in Sharpie marker. Oh, it's like, you know, it reminds me of a soccer time when the orange slices were passed yep. around. It was always in some sort of like veggie tray type yep. thing. Yeah. No, ours were in plastic bags. Yeah, I don't know. Some moms had a had a veggie tray. Some moms were they were they had, on it. They were classy. Yeah. So you're not going to do veggie tray. I'm not going to do veggie tray. I don't. I'm not good at chopping things. I don't have good um, knife skills, as you know. Do I once you... used a serrated knife, and you yelled at me. I well, what like, were you cutting? I don't know. You you maybe an onion. What do you mean? <laughs> and I do it again. <laughs> I, you're not really a cooktress, you know? Uh, yeah, you're not great in the co- kitchen. So. In, the, in the kitchen. In the kitchen. She doesn't read. She, she doesn't, doesn't cook. cook. Wow, I'm really making myself out to be a great person. She's a catch, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Let's move on. Our next video is by at Pretty Rabid, and it's about recession and food trends. Okay, so the recession has finally been announced, but we have seen signs of the recession through food for quite a while. Exhibit A, the charcuterie board. Remember the skimmy checks and the charcuterie boards and everybody was making charcuterie boards, luscious, delicious boards of cheese and fruit and olives and spending God knows what of their stimulus check on charcuterie. That was a moment, right? That was a sign that there was money in the bank. There was money for extra things. We were at home. We were eating luxuriously. We were doing well. Things started getting a little rough around the butterboard because the butterboard was a step down, if we're going to be honest. This is butter. Now, you can put things on it, but we have now stepped down from like a $40 situation to like a solid $4 situation with some accoutrements. So it's it's giving a step. It's not quite giving poverty, but it was definitely poverty adjacent. It was stimulus checks are gone. We're in a new era, okay? Then, and I have to reveal this one slowly, when I knew that we were down bad as a people, as a population, as a gang, and as a crew was when we got into designer ice cubes. This is water. I love this video because she goes through a lot of trends that we hit on and seen, and to put it in the light of recession foods is so smart. And to end with the water, like the ice cube, it's so true. Also, who is actually doing fancy ice cubes these days? Um, I mean, not I. Yeah, I yeah. will say that one thing that she doesn't touch upon in the videos that people were saying in the comments is the tinned fish trend. Oh, and yeah. I, and I felt so seen by that because I literally was just at the supermarket and bought like two cans of tin mussels, three cans of tin tuna, tin <laughs> mackerel. And then I watched that video and I was like, oh dear, 
who am I? But I do love tin fish anyway, regardless. So. Yeah, you're a big tuna, tuna girl. I'm I like tuna, tuna too. I put tuna in my salad today for lunch as well. But all these rich people who are doing these trends, because the only ice ones I've seen are people with these like crazy suburban fridges who are then like yeah. ice restock. And I'm like, how do you have 65 hours to make this much ice? And also like that all? much room in your freezer. That much room in your it. freezer, that many different types of ice trays. This is just like, this is, I'm going to de-influence those ices you do not need to buy a million different types of ice trays just make ice i do have two types of ice trays i will say that i actually have a lot of different types of ice trays i have one that's like pineapple shaped one that's lip shaped i don't know people buy me ice trays as gifts because they know how much i like drinking i think there's like a correlation between like you must like ice because you like drinks. So I have mm. a lot of different types of ice, mm. but none of them fit in my freezer. So there's that. I only have two. I have regular and I have <laughs> and I have like the big ice cubes for cocktails. Yeah, yeah. Which I, like I have made. I have I've like too. My friend Daniel always tells me about the fact that like the first time we ever met, he came to my house and I offered him a gin and tonic. It with like one of these fancy ice cubes and um he was like i thought you were so classy and i was <laughs> until so he wrong. got to know you <laughs> yeah. wow you're catfishing people with your eyes exactly next is we have to revisit the water talk trend because it's still happening i think because we talked about it and researched it for the podcast i still get water talk videos you still get them and this one's particularly unhinged it's by at keely lindler and she titles it tiger's blood water and then the start of the video also gets me going let's make a drink together you're not allowed to say the word water anymore because people get upset when you call it water and then you add stuff to it so we're just not going to call it that we're going to call it a drink but of course i've got more flavors to add to my sash today my fiance picked these up for me at the store last night i don't like regular skittles so I've, that's why i've never tried any of the skittles flavors before but he found the tropical pack which has a strawberry starfruit mango tango kiwi lime and pineapple passion fruit these people I, okay <laughs> I, I i can't tell whether or not water talk is water talk is so big or if it just feels big because it's being like pushed on us because we've watched the content i'm gonna say it's being pushed on us i don't know other people in our worlds on water talk i mean these these people these individuals first of all i'm sure have freezers full of every type of ice <laughs> like <laughs> one no, of, I, no because the ice isn't what makes the drink no but still the they're flavors. that they're that personality type yes but the big debate is is this water or not <laughs> not or is it tiger's blood as this one was titled <laughs> and like i watched another girl who's been was one of the first videos who like popped off and she made another video that was like, well, I guess I'm not allowed to call it water, so I'll call it a beveragina. <laughs> but like, I don't know. What do you think? Do you consider it water? What What is the tipping well, point when something goes from being water to being tiger's blood? Adding something that isn't water to water. <laughs> so like, yes, I, you know, I would say it is not water if you're adding 
all the packets and all the syrup. But that's a good question because I drink liquid IV a lot Mm -hmm. when I'm running and stuff. And I would say it's water with a... It's flavored, it's, it's flavored, flavored water. water. It's flavored I think, water. Yeah. I think if they had just said flavored water flavored talk, water. then yeah. no one would have come for them. Mm. It's the fact mm. that they just said water talk and they're like, I'm drinking my water. Like you're drinking your flavored water. That's fine. I saw someone being like talking about like coffee in this context and being like, is it bean water? Let's take it too far. There's a creator at Sammy's Laughing who had a great discovery about water talk now. This is a PSA. This is a PSA for all those who find themselves on water talk. The water talk girls are now using bottled water, bottled water inside of their reusable Stanley cups. That is right. Water talk is now reached a new low, everyone. It has somehow gotten crazier. PSA, PSA, you've been warned. So he's basically stitching a video where someone's literally pouring water, uh, bottles water into their Yeti or Stanley cup. That is kind, that's crazy. Well, okay. And then people started being like, well, what if you live in a place that doesn't have access to like clean water, clean filtered water? So that is the only, I guess, mm, the defense that I could understand. Now, my question is, why do you need to pour it into a Stanley cup? Right, why can't you just pour ice cubes into the bottled water and put the packets in there? I agree. Why do you have to pour the bottled water out into another vessel? Like, why? That seems like so much work. Right. And then I've been seeing a lot of parodies of it where they're like, I'm making my water. (laughs) And they pour like all these bottles. And like someone was putting VodaBox in one. (laughs) Is VodaBox like the telephone thing? Boda box? Boda oh, box? You said Boda box. I'm thinking of Vodafone. <laughs> no. <laughs> then someone threw a Vodafone in there. What's no, Boda bo- box? It's boxed wine. It's like the step up boxed wine. You're acting like I should know what this is. I have never it's heard of it. It's in a brown box. It's okay, called well, Boda box. something new every day. It's actually named after a um, traditional drinking vessel from Spain. That's this like leather pouch that you would put wine in. And yeah. I didn't realize I had always like disconnected those two facts in my head until one day I read the back of the box and it talked about that. And I was like, oh my God, this is why it's called Boda Box. I that was your aha now. moment. That Light was my aha went. moment. Thank yeah. you so much for that Spanish lesson. Great wine. <laughs> okay. I mean, grape water. <laughs> That's not what I wanted to say. Grape water. Let's move on to audio trends. We have Wes Anderson, The Aesthetic, and it's this Wes, it's a song. Do you know what movie it's from? I don't know. Okay, well, we'll figure it out, but here's the song. very mundane tasks like lunchtime and just making it the Wes Anderson aesthetic. Yes, it's the idea of finding like the beautiful in the quotidian and like playing with colors and making Mm -hmm. things um, symmetrical in the way that Wes Anderson would in his films. They're all very 
pleasing to watch, maybe a little annoying sometimes. It's a bit much sometimes, but once in a while I enjoy it. There's a video by at Valorous and then with an H at the end that is doing Wes Anderson aesthetic in Ukraine, which is just a brilliant way to shed light onto it, it's basically the opposite. There's a war in Ukraine, and the Wes Anderson aesthetic is the complete opposite of mm-hmm. a war-torn place. Uh, so it's really, really sad. And it evokes a lot of emotions. It's, it's uh, interesting to see, first of all, Ukraine in that way, and just these content creators. And it really sees like, it's we're lucky. We're not living in a country at war. It's deep, Dina. I have not seen that one. That's an interesting way of using the style to catch people's attention and then draw attention to the way that it diverges from and in this way you're talking about how like yeah Wes Anderson's films are normally these kind of like mm, pristine fantastical landscapes even when they're not you know like even Mm -hmm. when he's representing places that aren't necessarily that way it's like finding beauty in the mundane Mm -hmm. and so taking that and sort of flipping it is an interesting um rhetorical strategy yes very well said we have another audio trend (laughs) that why are you laughing (laughs) well said we have another audio trend we we gotta move we gotta keep the train moving we gotta keep the darjeeling limited moving (laughs) Yes, go on. Uh, well, I'm done. It's your your song trend. This oh, is it's on my song trend. I oh. did not get it, but it is it is a fun one. Well, I would say mostly this week, my or these past yeah this week, my TikTok has been like almost exclusively Coachella things because that's what I've been in- engaging with the most. And then also, I've been getting a lot of this song trend, which is the song Delinquente, which means delinquent, Mm. by the Dominican artist Tokisha. She is this up-and-coming artist who has very um, explicit lyrics. They're, like, very vulgar, very, like, explicitly sexual. And so this song called Delinquent that's, like, very explicit, what people are doing is playing it for, like, their grandma and recording her reaction. (laughs) And there's so many good ones. So, like, the typical one is, like, Aleja 18, who's, I'm assuming it's like her mom or her grandma hates it. You know, they're like, (laughs) this is, they're like telling them like that this is like inappropriate. You shouldn't be listening to this. Then there's ones like Andy Duh and She's So Tiny, who are just so funny because it's like, women who you might expect them because they're like of this age group they would listen to the song and be like absolutely not that's like offensive whatever but they start dancing or they're really liking it yeah they're having a good time because the beat's so good yeah it's good dance into the beat yeah yeah i i mean i kept sending this to you and i was like i wonder if dina's gonna get this because you don't know like how vulgar and the lyrics are like 
very vulgar. <laughs> so the first the first one you sent me, I had no idea. But then when you kept sending me them, I got the I got the gist of it. Yeah, because you can just like watch their faces. You could yeah, you could tell. Exactly. I mean, it's the same sort of model as like the Dimitri call, right? Where you're just yeah. like playing a sound for someone and seeing how they react to it. Exactly. But my favorite one was Lana, who plays it for a guy. I think it's her dad, and. <laughs> He's eating yeah. Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets with a spoon in, like, the weirdest way. So the best part of the video isn't even him just, like, he's just, like, sort of, like, focused on eating his food right. and, like, bothered by the song and doesn't like it. But he's also, like, aggressively eating chicken nuggets with a spoon. <laughs> so, but then at the end, he, he's bopping to it. He didn't like it. I thought he was kind of bopping to it at the end. I mean, it has a good beat. Or maybe it has he a good was just beat. enjoying his chicken nuggets. He was bopping to his nugs. Yeah. So yeah, highly recommend checking out that audio trend, even if you don't know the song's yeah. lyrics. Oh. Maybe better off not knowing the lyrics. <laughs> no, you should look them up. Okay, we have two more videos to discuss. Uh, one, we're putting in a category called learning on TikTok, which Catalina pointed out we're always learning on TikTok, but this is a great tip that they're just, you know, there's some videos on TikTok where you're like, you've lived all your life and you don't know how you've gone your life without knowing it. So at that 40 year guy shows us how to get a pesky rug corner that stands up, how to get it to not stand up anymore. Telling me for 40 years, a corner of my rug's been stood straight up in there and I could have fixed it with this. <laughs> Ain't no way. Right, let's try this out. The corner of this rug's been stood up forever. Put some ice on it. Let that melt. We'll come back and check it out. All right, it's all melted. Let's check and see if it worked. I'm going to try this. Yeah, if you have a rug that has a corner that's standing up, try to throw some ice on it. I actually have a rug in the room next to me right now that has a corner that's standing up that I'm going to do this as soon as we get off this call. I'm doing okay, it. And then report back next I'll report back to see if it works. Yeah, I'll report back. Unless I somehow forget with my pea brain between now and then that I was going to do this. But maybe when but I trip on the rug you. corner. Yeah, remind <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I visited you, I tripped on that rug corner. We needed this video. That's a different rug. Also, oh, you have two pesky little rug corners. I have corners. a bajillion pesky little rug wow. corners. That's why TikTok, you need it to learn. The last video we're going to leave you with is just extremely funny. It's by <laughs> at Extra Medium Media. What is the best book you've ever read? I would have to say the Bible. The Bible. The standard answer I would have to give is the Bible. I'd have to say the Bible. The Bible. Uh, the best book I've ever read is the Bible. I don't read. So we'll leave you with that. Thank you for listening. You don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just funny. That's all. That's all you need to know. Uh, follow us on Instagram at two olds for TikTok pod. Follow us on TikTok. Wait, wasn't that the one where she's dressed as a minion? Yeah. We can't even comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> comment. What do you have to say? Dina, I feel like there's an explicit visual moment in this video that you're skipping over. Oh, I thought it ended with her saying something. Yeah, she says, I don't read, but it's oh, not that yeah. she doesn't just, <laughs> right. it's not that she's just you. She's also in full in minion <laughs> costume. Okay, thank you so much for clarifying that. You're welcome. With that, please rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> 
And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.